Welcome to Use and Views, a music podcast. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And this is episode number 79. And today we are going to be talking to the lead singer of A Suffocating Live, Rich Thomas. Welcome to the show, Rich. Thank you so much. What's up? It, What's up? Not much, man. How's, uh, <coughs> how's everything going over there in California? I mean, it's all right. Uh, we're all on lockdown. They just extended it even longer, I guess. Oh, right. So, uh, uh, some people are taking it serious. Other people are still going to the beaches and shit. So, yeah, oh, but yeah, I saw that they did finally uh, close all the parks and the beaches there. Yeah, finally. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like here. I mean, people go here and they're, you know, they they pile into Walmart, you know. But you know, there, I see a couple uh, gifts running around the uh, Facebook saying. Well, how is it okay to go all this go to the Walmart, but we can't go camping? Yeah. Exactly. Makes no sense to me. No sense <laughs> at all. Anyways, so welcome to the show. We've been trying to do this for a long time. Yes. <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and we'll just get into this a little bit. And first yeah. thing I want to kind of talk about is how we all met. Of course. We, you know, I mean, I, I started in... Uh, in or at the Orm Burlington Coat Factory, store 186. Yes, <laughs> pretty sad. I still remember that. Uh, 186. Right. And that, that was, I started there in uh, September of 07, 2007. Yeah. Cause I, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And well, it was only like a year. It felt like only, like shortly after that, you came in. I started, yeah. I think I started either the end of. It was the beginning of 2009, wasn't it? I, yeah, man. 2009, I think. Like, it was like, 20, what, 11 years ago now? Whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And me and you, I mean, just started talking and, man, found out we had a lot in common besides music. Yeah. You know, we, one, I mean, you kind of introduced me to newer bands, but you liked all those old, old 80 bands, so we had a chance to talk about those. Yeah. And, Damn, that was our freaking breaks. Yeah, yeah, that was really our <laughs> Oh man, go out there, go outside for a smoke and just start talking about bands and music and oh, those are the days. Yeah. Those are the days. I miss you know, days. I miss right. that little that little area that we would go to. Right. I'm just like a little cubby hole. <laughs> yeah, little cubby hole. Oh, I miss that shit. I know, right? And yeah. oh man. It, it was just, it's just amazing to think how much time has gone by. I know. You know? And, and it's like you said, you know, we've known, each, it feels like we've known each other for a long time. It feels like we haven't seen each other for a long time yet, but it doesn't also doesn't feel that long ago. Yeah, I know. That's what I was just feeling like the same way. I'm just like, it doesn't feel that long, but it has been. Right. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, I mean, trust, you know, you, you ended up eventually getting to California, which is where you wanted to be. Yeah. So, but but we'll, we'll get into that here in a bit because this one over here, I, I got a little funny story about her too. Oh, nice night. After, after we got down here to Arizona. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> and, and it's going to kind of go in, in, in line with one of your one of your stories about when you first got to California. Oh, nice. Like a year ago was her, I think it was about a year ago when it happened. But anyways, but first thing I want to talk about, Rich, is who mainly... You're you're really senior right now of the band of Suffocating Life, mm-hmm. which is going to be ironic here in a little bit because we're going to talk about a previous Suffocating Light album. 
Mm. <laughs> you remember that. Yeah. Because I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still have it on my iTunes. But one thing I want to talk about is your influences. Okay. And I guess the other thing we need to point out there is you do play guitar. Yes. So yeah. I'm just go ahead and get let people know who some of your influences are. I mean all over the place, but like my main influences are Alkaline Trio. Uh I love Marilyn Manson. I mean anybody right. that knows, knows that one. Uh Manson's huge. Um I love like oldies stuff like I love Morrissey. I love the Beatles are huge. Yeah. Uh, of course Motley Crue. <laughs> you know about that one. Motley Crue's big. Um yeah, it's like all over the place. Uh the, what really started me out and playing music was the pop punk stuff though. So pop punk. Stuff like Newfound Glory, Blink 182. Oh um, yeah. was the first my first like I got to write songs. Right. Yeah, and that was like at, like 11. <laughs> <laughs> so, right on. And I, I know another another one. I think this will probably shock a lot of people. You're you're a pretty big Johnny Cash fan too, aren't you? Huge, huge. Yeah. Oh wow. That's why. I, that's why. I, that's why I had to pull it up. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I, I remember one time when we were again working at Burlington, we were <laughs> talking about we were talking about uh, some of Johnny Cash's songs. I'm like, well, you know, he he did a remake of Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode, and I played it for him. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea that he had done that. Well, yeah, and it was all because uh, that that final album he did with uh, Rick Rubin. Yeah, that's when he did it. You yeah. Know, he, he did a lot of different songs on that. And I think Rick Ribbon really did a great job with them. Definitely. I like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, of course, most people, Rick Ribbon, they think of Metallica's death magnetic, how it's yeah. all screwed up. Well, whatever. You know, things happen. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's the way, way the world works. You know, sometimes yeah. stuff works and sometimes it falls apart. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. But, you unless you try, so right, exactly, exactly. So, eleven years old, you're wanting to write music, you get, mm. write songs. And what was your first band? Uh, my first band, I don't even remember our name. <laughs> it was so long ago, but I remember there was only two of us. It was just me and a drummer, <laughs> uh, and it was in, I think seventh grade right on seventh grade and our first song that we ever played was holiday by green day <laughs> nice. oh okay uh, nice first song we ever played and then the next song we learned was it's total like 180 but it was rise against to them these streets belong i think is what the one we did it's been so long now right well yeah Oh, wow. Those are the two songs. Those are the only two songs we knew how to play, and we played them terribly. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> if I rewind, I I can go back to uh, pretty much you know Motley Crue fan. Obviously, even people listening to this podcast know I'm a huge Motley Crue fan. <laughs> and but Nicky's my idol, so of course I'm like, well, I got to write. I want to write songs. And I remember the first time I tried to attempt to write a song, I was listening to Wasp. Uh, wild child in my head in, in my earphones and then next thing I noticed by the time I was done with this song I realized I copied half the freaking lyrics <laughs> and I went 
oh, this is not cool, Rip. That shit up. <laughs> so after that, so after that, I knew I really couldn't listen to other music. Yeah. You know, otherwise it would be so influenced by that, and I didn't want to pull that. You know, yeah. I want my own my own stuff. But, um, yeah. All right. This stuff's too far away. So we got Kim. For what? Well, what's the next one? I don't even know where you're at. Oh, well, we were talking about it. We, we, okay, yeah, you're right. It's not on there. No. <laughs> I, love, I love how I do this to her. I do this to her all the time. You can always hear it in the podcast, too, man. <laughs> oh, too funny. But, um, so, I know when we, when we started working together at Burlington, we were talking about how uh, the bands today didn't do that old thing with the 80s, you know, Hello, you know, welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> and so we were talking about that. And the band you had at that time it was what, Sky's Last Breath, right? At that time, I think it was the Sky's Last Breath. <laughs> Craziest to remember that, huh? <laughs> that's so <laughs> amazing, and so that's when, pretty much when I, did, you know, we got to really know each other. And we were, you know, and you were going through some tough times at that time, too. I mean, you, you, yeah. You know, you had everything going on. You met me at a really, really weird time in my life. Right, right. And, but after that, you and Alan uh, Sanford, I think it's Sanford, right? (laughs) You guys make, you guys create a band called The Suffering. We did. You released an album called The End of Humanity, by the way, so I have the ones autographed. Yeah. (laughs) You know, gotta keep that stuff, man. Cool. And of course, you <laughs> you guys came out. It was just like it was just an EP, but damn, it was good. Thank you, man. I really you know, I mean, I I still love it to even to this day, man. And I got looking at that, I'm like, holy crap, that was back in 2013. Yeah, it was a long time. You no, know, that I mean, we're seven years ago. Yeah. How crazy is that? So weird. I was thinking the same thing. I'm just like, time has. Times weird. Times right. Very right. weird. Because there's times where it feels like it hasn't done anything. And then the other times it's like, boom. Yeah. It's gone. Oh, huge. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Well, you want to see this? I'm trying to get it. Oh, okay. There we go. That's how it sits. Okay. Well, I ate. It's an iPad. I don't know how to use those stupid things. <laughs> it's just a big phone. <laughs> Not really. Can't believe that. Yeah, but we, we got it through Finger Hut and like it, it comes in, they, like they had the meanies and then they had the regular size. And I'm like, oh, well, 10 and a half, that don't sound too big. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good for, for, for the podcast because I can pretty much use pages on it and I can do what I need to so we can actually stay on here and not worry about what was going on. But, anyways, like we we're, we we're talking suffering and of course, there was one song on there. <laughs> I'm not going to make you tell the, tr- the 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 story behind it unless unless oh, everybody okay. unless, unless everybody knows it by now. I mean, I know it was seven years ago, but you know, we want to kind of keep things a little still under wraps. I think. Yeah, so, I mean, it's over with and done now. But I'm sure every I'm sure everyone knew what the fuck that was about. Oh hell yeah, right? <laughs> Had to. But well, I think the thing that caught me by surprise with that album was. You guys came over to our house, me and Karina's. And it's Kim's, Kim's, Kim's younger sister when she was still alive. You guys came over, you played it, we played it, listened to it, and she loved it. 
Yeah, that was that was crazy. Because and she wasn't into the the oh the screamo stuff, I guess is what they call it. Yeah. But she loved it. Which I was like, holy crap. Yeah. And then and then as time went on there, right in there, she also was getting to where she loved a Ben Sevenfold. Oh wow. <laughs> when I pulled her iPod after she had passed away, the last song the last album she was listening to was the uh, uh the afterlife one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The I think that's their self-titled one. Yeah, the self-titled one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that was the one she was listening to. Damn. Yeah, I mean, and she listened to every one of their albums. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah she was huge into. It. I mean, it's like, damn. I mean, I, I, it was funny how I got into them because it was all about Madden back in the early two thousands. Oh right, they, right. They had put out, uh, uh, gosh, not Beast and Heartless. The other one off that album. Oh, was it backcountry? Yeah, backcountry. Thank yeah. you. Um, they had put that on one of the Madden games, and I'm like, Ooh, I like this song. This sounds cool. Yeah. And so we moved, me and Karina moved to Reno at the time, and that's when Beast and Harlot came on MTV. Amazing how oh, much. Man. I mean, MTV's not on MTV anymore. <laughs> yeah, like MTV. When you said that, I was just like, holy shit, MTV. Right, man. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, you know, like in my day and age, living in the small town I did, we didn't have MTV unless you went to our friend's house who had a big-ass satellite in their yeah. yard. And then you could watch, you know, Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball. Right? Yes. R- Ricky Rackman? I mean, come on. We gotta get some of this shit back. For real, dude. You know, I miss that we need, stuff. We need, we need MTV back the way it was meant to be. Yep. Music television. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so, man, Everything kind of fall, falls apart with the suffering. Yeah. Which broke my heart. Mm-hmm. I'd say it. You know, but oh, I know. I know. And then, boom, here comes out. Rich is like, posts all over Facebook. My new album, A Suffocating Lie, raw and unplugged. <laughs> and I remember talking to you about this. You are talking about recording it. And I'm like, dude, is beautifully grotesque and beyond there? <laughs> in an acoustic format and you're like i don't know maybe <laughs> you know teasing the hell out of me and then when i when it came out i remember me and Karina, we talked about it and like i'm like well can i get it she's like uh yeah it's rich <laughs> <laughs> so we got that and of course man completely different than the suffering oh you know, yeah here, here you know the suffering you know kind of even i mean really kind of like most of your bands in your face metal, you know, kick your ass. And then here comes this acoustic set. And it's like, damn. Mm -hmm. And then then you got Rich singing versus, you know, and nothing wrong with it. I mean, I love his scream. I love when he does the screamo shit. I mean, it's like fucking cool. He's got just so dark. It's almost like you're listening to Satan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you also, you also do sing. Yeah, you seem very good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I mean, and so to hear that, you know, it was like, God damn. I mean, this guy, and all I could think was if he ever went solo, he could be dark metal here and then come out these nice little acoustic shit. Yeah. You know? And he had people going crazy on what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Definitely. You know, and so then. This is what this happened when I was up in Ogden, Utah. 
because I transferred away from Orm store because I got trans. That was uh, so, that was tw- end of twenty thirteen. Oh man! Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think the album I think the album came out in I want to say October or November. I think that's right. That sounds right. I think yeah, summer's in there. Sounds and, right. Because we were already over way over, we were already moved into Ogden, and we didn't move there until end of September, and I swear it was more closer to Halloween or things are getting into November, getting closer to Black Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, you release that, and I'm just like, damn, dude. You know, and the thing is, you know me, I, I will, I try to buy everything you, you do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't give up. I will buy it I mean, obviously, you gave me a copy of The Suffering. You and Alan did. I love it. <coughs> Excuse me. And this was digitally released. And I'm like, cool. I'll buy it. I appreciate that. Oh, heck yeah. And so then immensely, you moved to Cali. I did. Yeah. And that has been kind of an up and down road for you. It has. It's had its ups and downs for I mean, sure. I mean, it's like crazy thing. You ended up getting hit by a car, right? I did. <laughs> yeah, I got That's hit by a car. Crazy. I think three years ago, like two and a half years ago. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's like us. You know, we moved down here. She got this Dodge Neon, I forget, the, you know, that she's had in Ogden. You know, they didn't get hit in Ogden. They didn't get ran over in Utah, which is amazing. A very amazing. And we come down to Arizona and we go over to this place, little street they have, and it's called Candy King Lane. The whole street's just lit up during Christmas time. Oh, that's cool. Every house is lit up. So we go there, come out around, come start pulling into our our uh, trailer park. Some dummy in a pickup truck slams in the rear end of us. Oh, no. Yep. Total blue car. Yeah. They did. And of course, you know, insurance, they don't give you enough to fucking replace shit. No, they don't. Of course not. So, you know, that's that's that. And so, after you and Callie, Alton comes to recreate. Yes. You guys, I mean, again, big time self-promotion, just like you're doing now. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it kind of went poof. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There was there was some injuries. I mean, like one, I I got gotten hit by the car, um, and then at the same time we had a guitarist who um, was having some like nerve problems in his hand, which was making it extremely hard for him to play and painful and stuff. And it just kind of uh, yeah, just kind of slowly. We never broke up. We never really said this is it or we're done. It just kind of faded out. And so it's like we're, we we I don't like to say that it's over. It's 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 on a indefinite hiatus. <laughs> hey, you know what? That indefinite hiatus. I mean, let's rewind a little bit. We'll we'll bring Molly Crew into this proposition here. After New Tattoo, they went on a permanent hiatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two thousand five, they came back out. Then twenty. 2017 yeah. or 15, 15, 2015 oh we're on the final tour we're done we're not touring after this 
And we mm. saw that. We went to that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went to the one up in, up in uh, Isana. I didn't right. go, get to go on when they came back to Delta Center, which I, I still call it Delta Center. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forget that it's not called that anymore. No, it's, uh, what the hell is it? Bimit Center. It's still Delta Center to me. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like Salt Palace or E Center. Yeah, for real. I don't, know, I don't even know what the hell they call the E Center anymore, but I still call it the E Center. Oh, the Maverick Center. See? Well, uh, Karina wanted to get me tickets to New Tattoo. Ooh. When they came through Salt Lake that year in 2000. And that was uh, with Sam, Sam, Samantha Maloney was playing drums for Tommy. Or oh, playing drums for right. Randy. And that was the one they fucking recorded on DVD. Assholes. Oh, man. But anyways, so I mean, as I say, you know, yeah, indefinite hiatus. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know, you know, we may we may play again someday. You never know. Right. I mean, that's that's a great thing. You know, is is always keep those you know those avenues open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so after recreate, all of a sudden. I don't know what you're doing. You're kind of putting hints in here, hints there. We get to now the no longer solo a suffocating lie, mm-hmm. but a five member band. Right, right, right. So, how'd that all get put together? So, I mean, so after Recreate kind of faded, um, you know, I was, I was kind of bumming, like, I just wanted to play music. Um, so I went on band mix and was looking to join a band and I was like, basically looking for anyone who was playing shows. I just wanted to play shows. Right. I found a band that, uh, was playing a lot of shows, tried out for them. I made it and, uh, played one show with them, but I just like, I had a different vision. Um, but the guitarist of that band, Trevor, uh, connected with, uh, and just saw, I saw a lot of passion in him too. Uh, so I kind of uh, told him what I was feeling and what my vision was and quit that band. And he kind of came with me. Nice. And, uh, that's where Suffocating Lies kind of started. Like me and him just started in the back, his backyard writing songs. And we were just kind of like, well, where do we go from here? We didn't even choose the name of Suffocating Lie. I just kind of was like, well, I've had this name for years and years and years that I've used for my solo stuff that I've always loved. We can use that. And I said it and he loved it too. So that's kind of where that came about. And then the other members, uh, Marcelo and Drew are old members of Recreate. Okay. So I hit them up. They were the other two members that, uh, you know, were kind of bumming that it was over too. So I hit him up and was like, yo, I've got this other project. Come jam. (laughs) <laughs> so they came down and jammed and um guitar uh drew we didn't have a drummer so drew played drums for us at the time okay so he was like let's just he started playing drums killed it through all of our shows uh and our first record and our recordings um and then we luckily found Topher. he's our newest member he's our drummer now so now drew's on to lead guitar we found him oh man like a couple weeks before all this like virus stuff went right. crazy, like it's just weird. Like, 
yeah, it was it was cool though. He's he's amazing. It's like he came in and it seemed like he had already been with us like the whole time. Wow, that's cool. Just super cool. Super, he's, he's like family already. So just he, completed, he just completed that puzzle. Yeah, it was great. It was like it was literally the missing piece, and it just was like it was perfect. Nice, super stoked. So, you guys go in go in and do some recordings. Mm-hmm. I do remember all those photos. <laughs> been waiting for an album. You know, like, okay, well, we're gonna record so real music. We got albums coming. Last year, you guys released, uh, oh my gosh, all the Marvels, right? Yes, yes. And that's your first single. It's out on iTunes. It is iTunes, and, Spotify, all of that stuff. Right. And how was that? I mean, uh, how well was that received? Um, <clears throat> I mean, people love it. Um, I think the only, like, I just didn't promote it like I should have. I didn't really know how to at the right. time, you know, so, like, it's so weird because from being the stuff from the suffering days, the, these days, so much changed in like music that mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much I needed to learn with like the streaming and all right. that. But, but I mean, it, people loved it. Um some people were kind of like, wow, that was a little bit heavier than I was anticipating, uh, which was our intention for our first single. We wanted to just kind of blast out. Exactly. Come, come out of the gate hitting hard. Yeah, banging. Then you can pull back. Yeah. Punch them again. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that's, I mean, that's pretty much the way an album likes to work. You know, if you like to work an album, you know, you, Bring them in, you bring them up, give them that gut punch, and you take you back down a little bit, and you build it back up to that. Bam! Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And if and, and if you do also do it right, I mean, do it right, you can do that in a song too, which okay. is what which is what how I feel you guys have done. We're trying, you, we're trying. You have that build, pap us in the you know, knock us into the face, bring us down a little bit, just you know, kind of then. Boom! Yeah, and then just punch well, I love it, man. Because that's that's you know that's exactly what the way a song should flow, especially metal. The, yeah, yeah, especially metal. You know, if, if it's another genre, it depends. You know, depends yeah. on what you're after. <laughs> exactly. So then, just what two weeks ago? Just two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, black sheep. Black sheep. But before we get to black sheep. You guys were playing shows. You were. And you guys were playing you played some pretty big places in LA. <laughs> we did some we played some awesome, amazing places like in my dream venues that I f- like finally got to check off my list. It was pretty cool. Right. Yeah. And you- amazing. Oh. Like, I mean, I don't know which one to start with. I mean, we played first show was at Chain Reaction, which was incredible for our first show. Um then we played the second one. We opened up for the band Secrets um, at Chain Reaction again. And then nice. we played the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Which we play there. <laughs> it was super sick. <clears throat> for the fact that I broke my foot 30 seconds into our set. Oh, wow. <laughs> Were you pulling an axle rose? I was just, I was just jumping and... I don't know if I, I landed wrong. I stomped wrong. I just well, my see, foot. 
same thing happened to Axl Rose. Oh man. When um when uh they came got back together with Slash and Dust, right before they started doing the major tours uh for Guns N' Roses reuniting, somewhat reunited. And he was they did this like little soft op- soft show up at a club in LA and Axel's jumping around, breaks his freaking foot. Oh man. And that's when it, the only difference is you don't you're not on a personal level with Dave Grohl where you could have borrowed this chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Because <laughs> that's yeah. what Axel did. He borrowed Dave's chair. Damn, that would have been nice. You yeah, know, right. There, but for when because I guess Dave Grohl also broke his foot. <laughs> yeah. What is it with you late seniors? Rock and roll, man. That's right on. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here from that. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's a, you know, I mean, like I said, Motley, for me, that is like, okay, that's a Motley Crew venue. You know, I mean, plus it's not just Motley, but every band that came out of the 80s, hard rock scene for, you know, Rat, Crew, yeah. Ozzy, Quiet, Ozzy, Van Halen. All of them played that area. Yeah. You know, it's crazy when you think. Of, and then, you know, and then if you rewind, you know, you, then you got like the doors. Exactly, dude. You no, know, I mean, there are so many bands that we forget where they all came from or that at a point before those little clubs were our venues. Yep. We weren't playing stable centers. We weren't playing Delta centers. And I'm not calling it Vivid. We weren't playing Yasana Amphitheater or uh, uh, the University of Arizona Stadium where the Cardinals play here. We're, you know, they were playing little clubs. I mean, I can't believe when I read something about Mick Mars in Spiders, even Spiders and Cowboys, his band just before Crew played here in Yuma. Oh, wow. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Why can't I have been alive for that? <laughs> or why can't I have been down here right for that? I mean, I would have been too young to go in the bar, but you know what I mean. Yeah, for real, like, though. Damn, freaking Mick came here. And then, like, we found out, like, here in Yuma, we got looking around at some things. And there used to be, in the 70s, all the big acts used to come here. Yeah. All, all your big acts, including in the 80s, they still even had WWE and WWF showing up here. Wow. Damn. What the hell? Phoenix. Now it's like, in phoenix well i can't say that because we did have that tacos and tunes a year ago yes kim got to go i took her over for a dollar man for a dollar for a concert we got right up against the stage for all for one yeah damn and i mean i can't knock him because i mean i love the songs i swear and i can love you like that i mean i know the songs are back in my you know just right after i graduated high school so i mean i knew them right and i'll tell you one thing i had never thought one of those boy band type things could be a really good, decent show to go to. I, I, damn, I was wrong. Damn. Well, no, you, but, never know. you never know. Right. And then, then the cool part was, is afterwards, they invited everyone over to meet them. Yep. Got autographs. You know, so is, and then I walked up to the stage when the bass player was up there putting away the stuff. And I'm like, and I'm yelling at him. And he kind of looks at me I'm like, the set list. <laughs> so there's that picture of her holding the set list and then getting it signed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I tried to get a set list with crew on the carnival on the carnival of sins tour. That couldn't get one. Damn. You know, and so you know, that's the first set list I've ever gotten. So I'm stoked. Oh, there, you, know? there you go. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, uh, fuck who cares if it's all for one. But true. Okay, so after the rainbow, now we'll get back on track. Yes. I, I you know how <laughs> you listen to the podcast, you know how I get. 
it's us too so it's all yeah, good totally. right <laughs> i know that's the thing look if you ever i'm sure a guy every time got the old man old man guy come out he buy the hell them boys talking about <laughs> oh my gosh oh man hey okay. let me ask you a question you know, we're gonna we'll, we'll say some kind of do the another station break here let me ask you a question about guy all right when you think back to hearing guy do you think of hank hill 100 percent, always i always did <laughs> right damn it boy <laughs> Always. Damn always. it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. You want my phone? Oh my God, dude. It was funny because I remember like after especially after getting back there and working with them back in receiving, friggin' he would do, you know, because like Stone Cold Steve Austin would do those ah, ah, type thing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that must be just something he's doing for wrestling. Ah, guy would do it too. And I'm like, is that the goddamn Texas thing? <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. But yeah. So after the rainbow. Okay, so after the rainbow, we two days. So I broke my foot. Right. Finished the set. Nice. After the set, show <laughs> must go on. Show must go on always. <laughs> uh, as soon as we were done, I looked at my guitarist and was like, "Yo, can you take me to the hospital?" <laughs> so went went to the doctor, and basically the doctor was like, "Well, the the ER told me that it was just like a sprain at first, and then." They almost let me go, and then as of, they're about to let me go, this like doctor was like chasing me down. I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! It's not. It's, it's broken." And then so I had to go to this other doctor, and uh, he basically told me that looked like I needed surgery, so he wanted me to get like a, another opinion. And I was like, "Well, I I had a sh- we had a show the next day opening up for the band. We came as Romans, which is oh, boy. so <laughs> I was like, um." I need to play the show. So is there anything we can do? And he just was like, you can't. And I'm like, I'm not going to take that as an answer. So I need like a walking boot or something. So he gave me a walking boot and he just told me, he's like, I'm not just so you know, I am not telling you to play the show, <laughs> but I put the walking boot on and then we played it. It was a chain again and opened up for weekend as Romans, which was amazing. Such a great show. And then after that, we played House of Blues, which was one of my biggest dream venues out there. And then the last show we played before all of this COVID stuff shut us down was one of like my biggest dream venues of all time. And that was the Whiskey Go-Go. Hell yeah. Oh, man. So much, so much history there, you know, like the Doors crew. I mean, everybody. Oh, yeah, everybody, man. Everybody's played there. Lincoln Park. We So, cool thing was we had, for this specific show, we had put together this kind of fun cover. It was a Lincoln Park cover that went right into another one of our songs. So oh, it was nice. Like our song, but went into, there, went into ours. And we played it at that show, and the room that we got, the, like the backstage room, the... The, one of the members had actually of Lincoln Park had actually signed the wall. Nice. And I was like, dude, what the hell? What are the odds that we get this room and we're playing that song? It was pretty sick. Right on, man. Who's badass? Every, well, stage and break one more time here. It reminds me of a fun, funny story. Go back to 1989. Motley Crue re- releases their Dr. Feelgood album. They kick off the tour 
for Dr. Feelgood at the Whiskey A Go Go. Now, mind you, they hadn't played there since 1981 or 82, 81 or 82. And so they recorded it for their music video. And they talk about it in the Dr. The Feel Good vi the video VHS tape that we had back then after, yeah. after everything got done with the tours. And they were talking about how small that venue was. And then Tommy's like, dude. But when we played there the first time, it was huge. Yeah. And I'm like, well, of course, you when you're there the first time, you got a few items. Mm -hmm. When you go back there as Motley Crew of 1989, you're trying to bring in a wall of amplifiers. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's like, of course, you know, one's gonna be bigger. You know, you're used to these big ass stages, and now you back onto the small stage. Yeah. Yeah. But I've always, I've always, I always loved that because. It's just like, oh my gosh! I mean, how cool! One, how cool was it that they could go and do that? Yeah. Oh man. So another funny story I'm going to tell you about. You watched the dirt, of course. Okay. In over in England, when they were doing the Donington tours, the Donington festivals, mm -hmm. uh, after Philgood, but it was during the decade of decadence tour, as they called it, with Primal Scream and stuff like that in '91. They would go play separate shows at clubs in England. Oh shit! Oh, hold on. Under the marquee, the foreskins. For real? Yeah. Did not remember, remember Tommy? Remember the uh, the showing Tommy lead character writing the foreskins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. For a band name. There we go. How about that, huh? That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I guess you know over the whole time when they would go play clubs when they're out and about, maybe trying new songs or, you know, new songs off the album, they probably just showed up as the foreskins. That's crazy. Oh yeah. You're not going to know who, you know, you're going, who the fuck is that? Yeah, for real. Like what the fuck is this? Right. Anyway, so you got to play the whiskey and then, and then you guys, and you did have another show in San Diego set up. Yeah. We had, we had, we had a few shows. We had, Quite a few shows set up, actually. Right. We had two announced, though. But we had one in San Diego, our first San Diego show uh, at the Bancroft Bar. And then the next day, we were going to be opening up for uh, Allura, Sigil, and Violent New Breed at Chain Reaction. And then all this and, shit happened. And all this shit happened. And, uh, now, now everything's on idle. Yep. Never, everything is... Some of them were canceled completely. Um, but right. luckily, there was a few shows that we didn't announce yet. And those are the ones that are postponed right now. So luckily, we didn't announce it. So we're like, let's just keep them postponed. Exactly. Exactly. Big ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, you, 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 I don't know if you've heard the stuff going on with uh, with Ticketmaster right now. But they got people where, where they've got the postponed shows. Versus the canceled shows. Well, now they're actually going to give people their money back on the canceled shows. But at first, they weren't going to. But you had yeah. to use it for another show. Yeah, I saw that. That was bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Right, man? Can't I mean, do that. Well, no. But you got people out of work. I mean, they could probably yeah. use that money now. Yeah, exactly. And then I saw, again, obviously, we're recording this live on YouTube. Podcast people are not going to hear it until next Friday. Oh, bummers to them. Bummers. That's what we get for, <laughs> that's what we get for listening to the podcast. No, I'm just joking. Listen to the podcast, people. If you want to come in and enjoy or be on the live, you can be on live when we do it. We're probably going to start doing this a little more often. 
Well, I was just reading today where Poison, Death Leopard, Motley Crue, they all, and Joan Jett all released a thing. They're not going to talk about anything or release any statements until June 1st. Wow. Wow. And I think that's because they're really hoping the hell they can do the stadium tour. I think so, too. I think so, too. Because once you get into October, Def Leppard, I don't know who the hell they're supposed to be with, but they're supposed to go on tour with somebody else. Oh, and really? Then, and then Crew wants to do a by themselves tour next year. Right, yeah. In 21. So it's like, this is probably the only time all these bands can get together. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it would be a killer fucking show to go to. Yeah. You know, Joan Jett, Poison, Crew, Def Leppard, Hello. <laughs> that is a fucking who's who of the 80s. I was, I honestly was, I was straight up surprised. I'm not going to lie because once, once Crew signed that contract when they were done, right. I know Nikki, you know, like I know how serious he is about that shit. And I was like, damn. But yeah. the movie, the movie. I mean, the movie came out. I was like, "It's gonna happen." Yeah. Well, yeah, because what what happened? At, you know, while they were working on the movie, Nikki's like, "Well, you know, I got these ideas," and then and then of course they write they name all these songs the dirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, which one we're we gonna choose for the actual movie? And we're gonna throw the rest of them away. And the uh, Alan Kovac's like, "No, no, 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 you're not. <laughs> oh, we're gonna put them all out." We're like. We're gonna let all your we're gonna let your fans hear all of your versions of the dirt that were being picked for the actual movie. Damn. So that's why we have so many copies, you know, so many songs called the dirt yeah, on, on that album. <laughs> the, only, the only one, I mean, I don't mind the version, but it, but the only one I'm still like, why the hell did we do a remake of like a virgin? Yeah. You know, it's kind of one of those things where if they would have done it in the 80s, I might have understood it, but now it's kind of like. Y'all are not even close to me, virgins. It was a weird, it was a weird pick. Yeah. But you know what? That's crew. Yeah, yeah. True. That is crew. That is crew. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's do a cover. And then somebody walks in. How about like a virgin? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and everybody's else going, what? Yeah. Why? But you know what? I mean, I've, I've, I've thought about stuff like that. You know, I over my time when I was creating bands and stuff. You know, we'd be talking about, okay, we'll let's see. Motley Crue did Jailhouse Rock. This one's done this song by Elvis. You know what? I want to do Suspicious Minds. Oh. You know, or, or you know, I want to metify uh, this Hank Williams song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just something that's going to make people go. Yeah, like, what? What yeah. the hell are you trying to do? So anyways, so COVID happens. COVID happens. And yeah, you guys, I mean, California governor just shut the fucking doors on everything. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't yeah. fucking around. No, no. Well, yeah. and, I mean, even here in our state, I mean, we're under you know a stay at home, but I mean, they closed fucking schools down. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm sorry, but I wish I was a child in this generation, like a senior. <laughs> right, you're just like, oh, I'm done with school. Fuck, I wouldn't have had to worry about passing tests to graduate high school. I'd have been like, oh, what? Turn in this? Here, mom, help me with this homework real quick. <laughs> real, yeah. Fucking diploma, bitches. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I mean, I do feel sorry for them because, man, I mean, walking down, doing all the cap and gown shit, they're not going to, 
I hear a lot of a lot of places are talking about doing something for the class of 2020 once the shit's all over. I hope so. I hope they do it. I hope people throw together a prom. I hope they also throw together some type of graduation for them. Yeah, they should. You know, I mean, this shit's not their fault. You know, exactly. But so then we get so COVID happens. A couple weeks ago, we we were talking about this earlier. You know, of course we weren't. Yeah, we fucking map again. Yeah, I got Kim over here going. Yep, Jesus (laughs) Christ. I got him and Rich together, and they're both just as bad. Yeah, we're, we're bad at it. And about two weeks ago, you released a new single called Black Sheep. Yeah. With the first music video. With the first video. Luckily, we were able to film that before they shut everything down. We filmed March 1st. Oh, shit. down like a week or so later. So a week or two later, and so, so just fucking time. How was it recording doing the video? It was amazing, man. Like, cause I was that with with as many bands as I've been in. That was the first music video I've ever been experienced. So it was awesome. The next day, I was. It felt like I had played a million shows. My body was like dead, but. This is great, dude. Uh, the guy that filmed us, uh, Eric, he's amazing, dude. He's he's uh, he's filmed us a couple times. He's done a couple of our videos and photo shoots. Great guy, and he does amazing work. So, oh hell yeah, dude! The visual on that video, holy fuck! Yeah, it had me. I'm like, all right, you got me. <laughs> hell yeah! You know, yeah, he's good as fuck. So, and I, and I know Kim. Kim had a question. She asked. She actually asked me right in the beginning, right. The minute, of course, the minute that sucker comes out, put it on the big screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, 50 inch 4K television, get it on there. Got to see it on the big And, but her biggest question was, oh, oh she, just, she just went boom. No, there's actually two of them I had. Oh, she had two questions. Okay. One, one, one of them was, how did the idea come about for the amazing video? And two, who wrote the song? Okay, so the idea for the video was kind of, there wasn't really an idea for it, actually. Um, We were lucky enough to be able to film at a prop house because uh, my roommate um, works there, and she was able to get us in amazingly. So we went in there and had fun, you know, like (coughs) found a bunch of things and spaces that we thought fit the mold-ish and used that and uh, put it all together and it actually kind of made sense. So it was good. It did. It, it did. did. It was amazing. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, compared to what I dealt with in the 80s, you know, and you know what I'm talking about with some of those mini music videos going, <laughs> yes, I do. How the fuck do you come up with that for this song? Yeah. You know, yeah. dude, I was like, holy crap, this fits. Yeah. It was cool. When we were all done, we were worried. We were like, don't know if this video is going to make any sense at all because we just were in a bunch of different places. Right. But yeah, it, we made it work and his visuals made it. So it was like, yeah. oh, yeah. I, I, I love the thing with the sky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that too. Oh, dude, like, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, and then what was the other one? Oh, who 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 wrote the song, and how did the song lyrics come about? Basically, 
So the song was written, the musical part of the song was written by mainly Drew. Uh, Drew wrote most of that. Um, and then the lyrics were from me and Marcelo. Uh, nice. Marcelo wrote some of those and then I wrote part of it as well. And uh, basically, like I had written the verses and uh, hit up Marcelo was like, I sent him my stuff and then he sent me some stuff he was writing. Um, and there was just a bunch of different things that he had written. And I found, you know, just that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. And I was like, that's perfect right there. Uh, I grabbed that and it just, everything flowed perfectly uh, to what it was about. There's two other parts of lyrics. Uh, one, the very opening line actually came from a lyric or a song I had written a long time ago, but never got released. But it was okay. one of my favorites, so I threw it in there. And then there's another line in there that I actually got an idea from you back in the day. Me? And, yeah. And it's the line. Wait, are you are you talking about that? Because I was just you were talking about you know you guys are throwing ideas back and forth to each other. I'm thinking, oh my god, I remember that time that you had this little piece of paper and I'd write down lines and yeah, go back and forth. Really? Yeah. So there's there's a line in there that I got an idea from you, and it it's the line of oh my god, I gotta think of it. It's the um, so here I come, motherfucker, to make you bleed, like. It was that one. Uh, I remember. I remember talking to you about it when we were smoking one day, and it stuck with me. I wrote it down, and it had been in there forever. And when I was writing the lyrics, I came across it and was like, "Holy shit! I'm gonna use that." <laughs> there it is. So there's. I don't know. <laughs> oh shit! That's cool, man. Yeah, dude. So. I just checked on there today, just probably roughly an hour before we started recording, that I looked at how many views you guys had, and at 4.6 thousand. There we go. All right. All right. I mean, that is awesome. I mean, it yeah, is yeah. me. For our, first, for our first video, I'm stoked. Yeah. I mean, this is, the video had to blow your mind how quickly it was being viewed, right? I did not expect that at all. I honestly, I was expecting a thousand after like a, you know, a few weeks, you know, for our first video. Um, but yeah, it, once it started going, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how is it getting viewed this much? Like, luckily, Vivo added it, us onto like playlists on YouTube. And I think that's what really helped us a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was blown away, dude. I did not expect that for our first video at all at all that's amazing that's awesome pretty, it's pretty sick i was like shit <laughs> well i mean the good thing is is that you know it's like me and you were talking a long time ago you know this is how the justin bieber's and all these people get signed nowadays yep it's by your youtube you know it's not by the you know old days of you know yeah you can play the whiskey you can play rainbow you can play all that stuff but you know, you're not really gonna do much unless you're on a YouTube star. Yeah, or or but then again, I mean, but I'm gonna throw this one out to you. But then again, if you go back to the winner of the Grammy Awards this year, 
Billie Eilish. Her and her brother recorded their her her, her album in their bedroom. Yeah, in the bedroom. I mean, so you know, times have changed, man. Yeah, times are different. I mean, well, I mean, like you know, even like with this with 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 this thing here. I mean, just even what GarageBand has to offer that you can use for recordings, like holy crap. Yeah. And then you know, if I wanted to pay for friggin' Pro Tools. <laughs> But there's just so much amazing stuff out there that, damn, you know, I, I for me it's kind of like, gosh, I wish we had this shit back in the eighties, right? You know, it had been made life a lot easier, you know, because I could have just been like, fuck it, we're gonna record. I mean, I wish I could find. I know there's a cassette tape around here somewhere that has my band on it. <laughs> Dude, I would love to hear that. That would be so fun. And it, well, the funny part is, is no lyrics. Do we have a singer yet? And I wasn't, I knew I wasn't going to sing that. Nope. I, I, hell, originally I started playing guitar, but I didn't know how to play that fucker either. I borrowed, I borrowed a flying V from a friend. Oh, there this you guy, go. This guy was a senior, I was a freshman. He was a senior. He had a flying V, let me borrow it with a couple of pedals. Oh, that's cool. And then uh, we borrowed the fucking bass amp from the high school. Oh, fuck yeah. And we borrowed the piece of shit drum kit from the high school, which like was eight different friggin' drum sets put together. Nice. I mean, you had paste, you had like a pasty symbol, a Zildjian symbol, and some type of fucking no name that none of us ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think the bass drum was Tama, the toms were Pearl, the snare drum was fuck, I can't remember. I can't remember either. But it was, and it had pillow stuck in the bass drum and yeah i do remember you know, that and it was like like part of it was we had one like one tom was green the other tom was white the other one was like puke puke green yeah. <laughs> yeah. the fucking thing was about ugly as fuck dude That's so funny. we loaded this shit up in the back of a friend's van he had took the shit over my mom and dad's my parents house trailer house down in my back bedroom loaded it all up got the guitars out had frank Mortis playing bass and we're just fucking jam. I'm not, I'm just fucking let me see. Oh look, I do this, I can fucking do so I don't even have to know what no I'm hitting. We're doing good. And finally the guy we took a break for a minute. We weren't recording nothing. The guy was playing fucking bass. He goes, he's a left-hander, so every so his bass is turned the opposite direction. It's like, you mind if I uh play that a little bit? Go ahead. <laughs> like <laughs> motherfucker, you said. You're playing guitar, I'm going bass. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how it changed, man. It's just like, yeah. yeah you got Anyways, so we kind of skipped over a little bit in this. I didn't mean to. No, we're so good. Last year, you guys got California got hit with what was it five? Was it five point three earthquake? Oh yeah, That's right. And that's pretty much your biggest one to go through. Yeah, yeah. And- because I, I remember when you did, it was funny because she didn't feel it. She was rocking in your rocking chair over here. And I look up behind me. I have back over here. I have Karina's cane. And it's doing this because I feel it in my chair. And then the cane's doing this shit. And I'm like, okay, well, last time this happened was ni- uh, 92 LA. When LA had that big one down in, in 92 mm-hmm. at Northridge in Battle Mountain, Nevada. My, ex-wife's plant hannah's mom 
her plant was swaying. Oh wow! Just like turn on CNN and said earthquake in Southern California in North or LA, and I just look up and this fucking plant. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. So, and then so you're just shocked that we could feel it. Yeah, I was totally surprised that you guys felt that. Yeah. And it's just it's it's interesting because I have seen I don't know where I've found them at. There have been maps where they show how an earthquake just goes yeah. across the United States. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. Been, yeah. of course, just what probably God about a month ago now. Salt Lake Magna got nailed. Yeah. I mean, they got they got nailed with about a well, I don't remember what the hell 5. it was. 3. Four, four, yeah. point, four point something. Four points. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Me was so funny because everyone was all like, everyone from Utah was like, "Oh, I'm so scared! I'm so scared!" And I'm like, "Well." Right. Oh, gosh. I want to say this probably about the same, like a couple days or a week after that. There's one over here in Mexico. Just right across across the border from where we're at. We're really close to the Mexican border. And I mean, I guess it was about 20 miles away. (laughs) Excuse me again. But five point five uh, five point five, I think it was. No big deal. And then there's I'm taking I'm taking a freaking shower. And then there's me. And Kim's in here, and I hear it. I you know we, we got this awning outside. It's you know metal, and I get yeah. Like who the fuck is awning? Good God! I come out, and you can't see her right now, but I'll give you the look. I come out. She's sitting in a rocking chair. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong? My, my chair shook. Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, was it an earthquake? <laughs> I think. Yeah. So I got my phone. I look, oh, yep, yep. Okay, there we go. There's an earthquake. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not moving either, man. She just froze and sit, just, just stay in front. Uh huh. And I'm just laughing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, shit, it was funny, man. Nerve rattling, man. Well, it is. It is. I mean, I remember the first time I I was in one was up in Reno. You know, they had a, a again. It was just a wave that came across from California, Northern California, and it sounded like a fucking vehicle hit their hit our where we were living. And Korean was like, "Oh no, that was an earthquake." Oh my gosh! She just no, that was an earthquake. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah. ah, I can't be. I open up the door, go out, and the people are coming out. I'm like, Damn, that was a fucking earthquake. Shit. How the fuck? Did you, but she had her kidney transplants in Cal in uh San, Stanford, yeah. Stanford at so around the San Jose area. So she had been down there close to San Francisco and Oakland. So she, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, she's she had, she'd been through them. <laughs> but so Black Sheep gets a release. You guys are doing really well with that. Like I said, I just looked at it today. 4.6 thousand people, man. Boom. Love it. I viewed it. That is freaking awesome. I didn't look at the likes I should have, and that was my bad. But that is freaking awesome. Thank you, man. Especially you. for the first video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was extremely surprised. And, uh, and, I, and I'm kind of, I just realized I, I've done this backwards and I kind of went ahead, went ahead, went backwards. I, now I'm talking, now I see shows. Well, now, Something I just sent you a picture of the other last night. 
Actually, I sent you a lot of fucking pictures Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys got this great fucking promotion going on right now, which we will get to. Okay. But I sent you another picture last night of your guys's from your guys's merch store. Yes, yes, yes. Holy shit. I go in there. There's no shit. I'm I okay, let me just check this merch store out. And I'm like, dude, look at these. I'm, I'm showing her, I'm like, look at these fucking masks. Can you imagine wearing these around here? And people are like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, and so, you know, like, oh, you're only 11. Oh, yeah, we'll get this. Get, I'm like, which one do you want? And she wanted the ASL one. You know, so like, you know, and then it's like, all right, shirts. And I'm like, uh, oh, look, clean version. Well, fuck that shit. I want the filthy version. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. Yeah. And, and so I asked her, I'm like, uh, and so her all the shirts. I'm like, which one do you want? The same one you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So of course that's my favorite one. You know, so you guys got it. You guys got a lot of shit up there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got a lot of stuff up there. You got your shirts. You got the mask. And especially, I would be promoting the fuck out of those masks right now for you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, most most people right now they're like they don't want to sew their own or they don't want to try to figure out how they can do that, and they. You know, I mean, eleven bucks is not that price for a fucking mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that. I mean, I hope it's not that bad. I like, don't think it is. Uh, I mean, the, the my main thing is it's like we set it up through through a site, so we don't physically have it. Right. So I'm just hoping it's good quality. Like I've I've gotten shirts and hoodies already from our own merch store, and they're fucking great. So I imagine the masks are going to be good too. Well, I mean, the thing is, is see, it got me thinking. You know, because of course, once they send me an email back, it's like, well, we created you an account. And then, of course, you get in there. Now, would you like to make your own design? I'm like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a fucking podcast, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Time to start thinking about some of this, shit, you know what I mean? And, but yeah, you no, know, it was like, hell yeah, man. I'm going to, you know, definitely want to support you. You know that. I mean, yeah, I anytime I can, I support you. You know, I mean, that's why we're going to get to the giveaway here in a minute. <laughs> that you guys got going on because you got something big coming up on the 29th yes, of yes. May which is great but one question I really wanted to really get out or talk to you about or ask you about was during this time period mm-hmm. everything's kind of shut down um, you're, you know most people are not working only, only essential people which she's essential but she's also working from home now Yes, I am. So that's a good, you know, so she, she only had to leave the building. No, I don't. This home, which is why we had to leave today because she'd been cooped up for like two fucking weeks. Yes, I had. Oh, <laughs> on you, for sure. You know, it, is, it was kind of like we were in, again, this kind of out of the box, you know, kind of behind the, behind the show a little bit. You know, kind of like we were talking on, on Messenger. You know, it's like, you know, as being introverts, you know, I grew up with this shit. Yeah, you know, I grew up with coming home, mom and dad not home, and going to do my own damn thing. You know, she did the same thing. Yeah, you know, we grew up with this, so we should have not have any problem being stuck in a house. Yeah, we we know how to do this shit. That's how I listened to music back in the day, and I found myself, and this is why we haven't released a lot of episodes. All of a sudden, I keep wanting to do episodes, but I just can't. Like, fuck. yeah, it's you know, yep. it drains you so much. But now we're kind of going to cheat, though. 
we're gonna chill, but we get to chill a bit more now. There you go. Now we got Apple TV. Hey, there you go. So of course, Apple Music is also now on the TV. It's like, hmm, good, you know. And of course, I didn't, unfortunately you can't really see them here, but that no, that's to let's see. Oops, this ain't gonna work. There you go. Oh, and then, then of course the that box, that box right there. That's records. That's pretty much all records over there, dude. Uh, Including what's in those fucking. Yes. Gone crazy, dude. That's so crazy. The greatest purchase I've got. I mean, besides fucking picking up Motley Crue stuff and getting like Motley Crue's greatest hits. The double or the our red copy they made just a few years ago, the animal and me on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that on LP. Nice. But, yeah, I mean it, it wasn't bad. It was like twenty fucking bucks. Double LP, un unopened, sealed. Come <laughs> on. Oh, and then go back and find like, I just picked up the first David Bowie album I ever listened to, which. Um, I can't remember the damn name of it again, but it has a song Blue Jean on it. It was released like in 80. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a buddy of mine played that for me, and I'm like, okay, never heard of David Bowie, I didn't know who the fuck he was. And that's pretty cool. Well, I never bought the CD, never found, never could find the damn album after that. I'm like, okay, whatever. Then we found out, found the damn LP sealed. Oh, wow. And of course, you know, she's like, well, we keep mine all these sealed albums. We're not opening them, right? I'm like, uh, no, I buy shit to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I wouldn't give a flying fuck if uh, if I if I had to pay three hundred dollars for a damn copy of uh, the original copy of Too Fast for Love, sealed, sealed. That motherfucker would be unsealed because I'd want to listen to it. Oh hell yeah! On the on the leather records version, <laughs> not that shit the Electra put out. <laughs> For real, bro. But, anyways, let's go ahead and, like I said, we just talked about the merch store, man. You guys got a lot of shit in there. Yeah, I mean, we got baby onesies up there. Yeah, that's the way to go, man, because, you know, people will get everything. I'm curious. So, one thing I did notice, though, and this is why I kind of want to point out to everybody, is on my order form, and then, like you said, you guys don't have the merch. No, you guys don't have it in your possession. It's coming from another place. Yeah. And the cool part is, is when it shows what's going on, it says, "Okay, waiting for printing process." Mm. So it's print to order. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of you guys having like, you know, or your store having a thousand freaking shirts that are just sitting there in the warehouse. Yep. They print that shit to order, which is kind of nice. Super nice for us, like especially during this time. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So it makes it easy for us because that way we can just get a couple of physical copies for mm-hmm. shows and we don't have that many, and then we can have the rest of it just online. Right. The only the only downside is we don't make as much on the online store, you know, because a lot of folks are there. But right. still it's so much easier, especially with everything going on right now it's just perfect <clears throat> well yeah i mean because really if you're dealing with it you know with a, a normal printing place you know locally where you had to get actual copies you probably yeah. wouldn't be able to get them 
Yeah, exactly. You get the actual merch, you wouldn't be able to get them. Yeah. So, again, uh, the merch stores put well well together, plus your guys' website. Thank you. I, I was checking part of it out today, and I was like, holy crap, okay, this is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's kind of where I saw it last night because I'm like, okay, merch. Let me see. <laughs> you know, I was just kind of curious what the hell you had in the merch store, you know, because we already, already talked a little bit, or I know we hadn't talked yet, and about, or we had, I don't fucking remember. Everything, everything gets so rattled together nowadays. Everything's yeah, blended. And so, and then like I talked to her, I'm like, well, fuck, we got, we got a little extra cash on this let's order some shit you know you know it's easy to go with itunes and you know buy buy a single for 99 cents or whatnot you know or dollar 29 whatever the fuck this itunes is charging nowadays yeah i got something like that. and you know and then but you know if you wear the merchandise you wear it out in the town around your you know people are gonna go what the fuck is that yeah you know and you're like oh it's a band called Suffolk k light from california yeah, appreciate it. You know, instead of sitting and going, well, this is what they play. Yeah, you gotta go check them out on YouTube. Yeah, there you go. Go yeah. look for their Bebo channel. You know, and you know, make the let, let them go get the you know you know, at least listen to it. You know, they like it, they like it. If they don't, hey, whatever. You know, oh. that's the great thing about music, man. Is gotcha. we all, we all have different likes, different yeah. likes, different tastes. And then there's some of us weirdos like myself who loves everything for some stupid reason. Oh, you're not. <laughs> I think I think it's a lot. I think a lot of it is just my is my parents played a lot of different shit mm-hmm. when I was growing up. So, oh well, yeah, um, I got to hear a lot of stuff, and I think I just kind of fell in love with everything. Oh well, yeah. Where you know, I mean, there's, I I can say like today's rap, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. Versus '80s rap. You know, and that's oh god, that's the next thing we gotta watch is that damn Beastie Boys thing on Apple TV. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. So, anyways, let's get to it, Kim. What's what? the big? So, Rich, here it is. Yeah. May twenty ninth, twenty twenty. What the hell's going on? All right. This is part of the reason why we're doing this. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We can drop this. You know, get this out there. Exactly. We are releasing our third single, third installment from what we're doing called Filthy Infection. And we're doing a giveaway. So anybody who pre-saves the single, follows us on our social medias and uh, screenshot proof of the pre-save and tag us, we get entered into our giveaway to win free merch from us. First uh, winner gets a Filthy Infection t-shirt, Burning Witch design. Which is the one you got. Uh, and then second winner gets the classic logo design. Nice. So, nice. Pre save it, pre save it, pre save it. Pre save and then make sure you take screenshots of everything and tag it to your story and, and tag us up and can lie in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, we're also going to give Rich a chance here to, in a bit to give out all these social media and websites and so you know where to go find all this stuff at. Oh, yeah. No, we gotta, gotta have that nice little plug. Little right. plug. Oh, let's get to. Do we just cross the? Out of, oh, that was my computer. Sorry. Oh, oh no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, so we just got through with the get the giveaway, and 
let's talk about it because it's on the bio or the about part of your guys's website yes yes, yes. Uh, an album in 2020 oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh sorry <laughs> get, getting text messages oh i should turn that off so it stops getting on um and, and, and for and for me, see, I, I I catch the little minute thing where it says L P. Yeah, yeah. No. Stop <laughs> it, mom. <laughs> you like crazy, <laughs> mom. Yeah, right. Jeez, yep. Please. You have to. Yeah, explain, mom. Uh, well, I I can't answer all the time because I may be doing interviews now. <laughs> keeps coming and i don't even know how to shut it off on the computer hey. oh man <laughs> distracting all right what what was i saying uh we're going to talk about the album uh yes okay so yeah. like i said it, the one that caught my attention was lp i'm no i'm noticed <laughs> that actually uh yeah so at first we were going to just release an ep okay um that's what our plan was, but then some things changed before COVID. Like there was just some some bumps in the road that happened uh, where we didn't, you know, yeah, just some bumps in the road. I don't want to say too much. No, you're fine. But uh, so, but then once this COVID stuff started happening, I was kind of like, well, we have a lot of time to write and do a lot more now, and uh, we already had like three to four other songs at the time like ready to go so it's like let's just let's just making it let's just make it a full lp there you go so that's what we're working on nice well yeah that'll yeah. be it's some point this year yeah well that's a good part it's some point this year yeah. we still got a long ways to go in the year we got a long way you know i mean this is i mean you know, and you know me you know i'm a huge sports fan so right now is besides this lockdown we got no freaking sports you know so you're going crazy <laughs> no exactly man and i'm just hoping to hell is it we at least get a football season i don't care if there's fans in the stadium at least just give me a football season <laughs> yeah for real but and you actually just answered my one question because i was gonna ask you, you know what does an artist do during a lockdown like this and yeah you man. work on working on making new music Working on making new music, trying to stay sane, trying not to blow ourselves out too. Because I mean, like, I mean, some of us, you know, you can kind of get creatively over, overdrawn, you know, like just yeah. too much at one time and just kind of drained. So we're trying to space things out, but at the same time, it's it's hard when there's nothing to do and. So we're everyone's sending files back, back and forth. <laughs> like, so here's here's some ideas. Here's some ideas from this person. Here's some ideas from this person. So we have like a giant, giant boiling pot of ideas of songs. Nice. Really, really cool. And, and and the cool part about that is, you know, where you guys are a five five member band, you know, is somebody could actually just have, you know, like I mean, like I said, I mean, I got Mac. You know, I have my own Mac Mini here. Got microphones and stuff. Got all the little hookups, but all you got to pretty much have is that stuff nowadays. Yeah, and you can put something together, you know. And then when time comes around, you know, then you just got to find somebody to distribute it. Yep. You know, you could already have the 
full master completely done. Yep. And I I think today's music is so freaking awesome how things have changed. Yeah. You couldn't, you know, bands released demos back in the day, but that was only by going into a studio, you know, real studio. Right. Yeah. You know, and nowadays, like we mentioned earlier, Billie Eilish. Yeah, that's her right. Grammy award-winning album was recorded in a bedroom. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Think of that. Think of, right? How okay. crazy is that? Grammy award-winning album recorded in a bedroom. That's what it's all about. Yep. Like. And it's definitely changing the music industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Hopefully, hopefully for the better. Hopefully for the better, yes. I mean, you know, the worst of it is is if, I mean, one thing I like to see me get changed a little bit is get rid of Live, Live Nation. I think they, I think they really destroyed the concert side of it. In my opinion, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I see these prices, dude. For you know, even just you know, for this last summer tour, that is coming up summer to his crew, and I'm like, fuck, this shit can't keep going up, people. It's gnarly. I mean, it's getting to the point where it's like, fuck it, just record me a new album. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And, and then of course that's the thing too is like nowadays, you know, most of the younger generation they don't want to buy a full album. You know, they want to buy a couple of hits. Yeah, exactly. You know? So it's kind of back, and this is where I kind of say because this is back to my my parents' era where they were buying forty fives. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were always buying singles, and then the seventies and eighties, us. The 70, 80, and 90 children, we were buying albums. Yeah. 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 You know, and then now it's kind of okay. We get to iTunes era, we get to this digital era, and now it's like, oh, well, I just want a song. Yeah. I just want, I just want the hit. Yeah. I just want the hit. And, you know, and I get so tired of people. And this is the one thing I hate is people talk about filler. You know, well, you know, like, like, let's just talk, let's, let's theater pain Motley Crue. Okay. The whole thing is everything but home sweet home and, and smoking a boys room, the rest of it's all filler. Fuck off. Yeah, no, it is not. There are some really good fucking songs on that album. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, I mean, besides Louder Than Hell, you've got uh my one of my favorites on that is Fight Fight for Your Rights. Fight for your rights oh. is way good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and you go lyrically on that, but that coming out of the head of Nikki Six in nineteen eighty five, when he's on the Coke and the heroin at the same time, and that comes out of his head. Yeah, for lyrics. For lyrics, yeah, that song that song could work today. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. That Most song, you know, stands the test of time, in my opinion. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, but anyways, you guys have got a lot of good things going for you. I, and that's just me talking. Thank you. you. Know? And of course, they're well, you're biased. Well, maybe, yeah, you're fucking right. I am. <laughs> well, I've been friends with this guy for for eleven fucking years, and yeah. I'll I'll be waiting for this guy to make it big. <laughs> you know and he he moved to california to do it you know we thought we were gonna have it with the suffering and then things happen shit happens everybody has a falling out and then you know but you guys seem to be back on you know yeah, good right. and, and i mean you once told me you know you never know there might be a second album just for the hell of it <laughs> yeah, yeah, there might be you know so i mean you know there which we cool. there, yeah. there, there were talks so right and so, and if anybody wants to check out the suffering, uh, Alan Sanford on YouTube, he's got all those listed there, don't he? Uh, as a playlist, don't he? 
Uh, he, I, he, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I think yeah. he's got them all still on YouTube. That's badass. Yeah, yeah. go check it Yeah. Um, for everybody, anybody watching or listening on the podcast, just go to the Use and Views page. If they're still on there, I will make sure I like them all and get them saved to a playlist on my channel. Got <laughs> you. Got to have them. I mean, I still love that album. I appreciate. Oh, it. oh hell yeah, man! But, but Rich. For all the people out here listening right now, why don't you go ahead and give your and also suffocating lies social media platforms and websites where they can find you guys. All right. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here. Appreciate you, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then everyone can find us at a suffocating lie.ca. So it's like at a suffocating lie.ca on Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter, it's just at a suffocating lie. Go to our website, suffocatinglie.com. There you can find our merch, our videos on there. Um, you can even go to YouTube, type in Suffocating Lie, watch our latest Black Sheep video, and uh, be sure to pre-save our new single, Filthy Infection. And follow all, and go find, go find, I know I posted about it on Using Abuse. I've also personally posted about it. Go find this shit. Do what it says. Yeah. Get yourself and in the damn game away. It, and search around Instagram because they got the same rules there. Just do what it says. Do exactly what it says. Get into the giveaway. And who knows? You might be lucky. You might win a fucking one of the two shirts. You might, How cool would that be? You might even, we might even have a mystery winner. There I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the good thing. Mystery winners where you don't know what the hell is going to go on yet. That's right. But, yeah, Right, exactly, Rich. But again, man, I want to thank thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank oh yeah, yeah, man. It was, so it was been, a been a long time coming, bro. It's been too damn long. Yeah, and God, people, go check out a suffocating lie. Search out my boy Rich. Yeah, he, check us out. Check we definitely got to get you, and also. Again, you have an open invitation back anytime. So anytime you got any announcements you want to make, you know, albums, release dates, you know, stuff like that. Eventually, when we get back to shows, you want to come on and say, hey, motherfuckers, we're going to be at the Whiskey on this day or we're going to be at this date. You got an open invite, just message me and let me know. I'll bring you on. I mean, I, it, even, if it's a, even if it's a little five, you know, five, ten minute video. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll bring you on. Boom. That was just slammed. Yeah, it'd be cool to bring, uh, it'd be Cool to bring some of the other guys on here, right? And yeah. then that's the you, man. We'll get try to get the full band on here. Yeah, I can, we can, I can do six fucking people at once. <laughs> well, yeah, and get to know the rest of the band, man. You know, get you guys all on here and talk about everything. Yeah, and oh, just get through this COVID shit. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> yeah. yes, get all you this know. together, you know. Yeah, but again, bro, thanks for coming. Thank uh, you. We got nobody to watch, but that's because I didn't really promote it. You know, it's all about promoting. Promote, promote, promote. It's all promote, good. promote, promote. But everyone else will hear the, will hear it next Friday. Whichever fucking date that is, what it is. Well, yeah, what is Friday? Fuck, I don't know. Well, today's, a, today's, today's the second, so, so it's the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> so on May eighth, everybody will be able to listen to this. We got quarantine brain, man. Right. No shit, right? 
exactly. The only thing he keeps me on, whether or not we're on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, is the fact that she's working. Oh, yeah, yeah. And because she's working from home, that's only thing keeps me straight. Shit. Yeah. But anyways, bro, I want to thank you again for coming on. Yeah. We enjoyed it. Definitely meant to have you on a long time ago. We definitely have to bring you back, not only to talk about uh, most stuff we've going on with uh, 7K Live, plus bring the guys on, talk to them, but also get you back on. We'll talk about some of your earlier, you know, everything with all these other, with all your other bands you've been in. Yeah, man. We'll talk, you know, maybe we can even get a, get Alan on one of these times too and, and do a, a little suffering reunion. Dude, that'd be sick. I'd be so down. <laughs> I'm so down for that. That'd be oh, sick. Yeah. But all right, man. It's all been right, man. fun. And again, thanks for coming on the show. All right. Thank you so much for having me, man. It was so good. It was so good just catching up with you, man. All right, Kim, I know about you, but I think it's time to get the hell out of here. I agree. In closing, we would like to thank you all for downloading this episode. If you are a new listener and haven't subscribed, please click the subscribe button. If you subscribe, you will be notified when a new episode becomes available. Another way to help our podcast is by giving us a five-star review. It will help new listeners find this show when they are looking for a new podcast to listen to. Also, you, our listeners, can share this show on your own social media accounts to help spread the word about this podcast. Thanks again to all our current and longtime listeners. Used and Abused can be found on the following social media platforms. Twitter at Used Abused Pod. Facebook at Used Abused Pod. Tumblr, Used Abused Pod. Instagram, Used and Abused Pod. And it's spelled out A-N-D. YouTube, Used and Abused Pod. And our email address, usedandabusedpod at gmail.com. Again, that and is spelled out A-N-D. As always, all social media links will be included in the description of each and every episode, so you can always click on those links as well. We can be found on the following podcast apps and directories. Anchor. iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Google Play Music. Google Podcasts. Pocket Cast. Overcast. Breaker. Castbox. Radio Public. Spotify. Tune in. And Stitcher. Please rate and review Use and Abuse a Music Podcast. Until next episode. Have a great weekend. And a great work week. Be kind to everyone. And, and keep, keep the, the music, music playing. playing.